You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, hey, thank you, Carol, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108. The most rewarding relationships are often found within our families, but they can also be the most challenging as well. Fortunately, people of faith can draw comfort from Jesus, knowing that he understands what it's like to grow up in a family that has difficulties when it comes to relationships, because he grew up in such a family himself a family that rejected him. Listen in to learn how knowing that Jesus understands can help us. In last week's episode, number 107, Seeing is Believing, or Is It?, we considered Jesus' comment, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. We talked about how the townspeople of Nazareth rejected Jesus. But in today's episode, I want to reflect on the rejection that Jesus faced from his family and relatives in the same story. For he gives us an example of what to do when we experience rejection from our own family. But first, the context. Here's the story again from Mark 6, the first six verses. Jesus had left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath he began preaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed, he's just a carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them and he was amazed at their unbelief. What an interesting passage. You know, it strikes me that Jesus played several relational roles in his family, just as we do in ours. And because of this, we know he understands the challenges we face in those same roles in our family. Jesus knew what it was like growing up in a large family. He had four brothers at least two sisters, likely three, maybe even more. His four brothers were named, but none of the sisters. Hmm, I wonder why. Jesus was the firstborn of his family, and he identifies with other firstborns. I'm a firstborn, maybe many of you are too. And then we have his father, Joseph. He's really not mentioned very much in Scripture. And I wonder, at the time that Jesus returned to Nazareth, If Joseph was still alive, was he dead? There's just very little mention of him. He's really not in the picture at all, 
past the birth of Jesus. With the exception of his mother, Jesus was rejected by his own family and relatives, as Mark's gospel tells us. I wonder if the siblings of Jesus were jealous of him. Did they see their parents as favoring Jesus over them? But yet, as adults, we know that the brothers, at least, traveled with him and his disciples. We also know the brothers of Jesus had wives, and that would make Jesus a brother-in-law. And he had sisters-in-law. I wonder what those relationships were like. And Jesus was most likely an uncle. (laughs) Imagine having Jesus as an uncle, Uncle Jesus. Because of these family roles that he played, he identifies with our struggles. He knows firsthand the challenges we all face in being part of a family. So, what does this all mean for us? What are we to do when our family or relatives reject us here in the 21st century? Well, for one thing, Don't give up on the people who reject us. In time, they could come around. And also cherish your relationship with those who still accept you. The brothers of Jesus, at least some of them, still followed him around from time to time, from village to village. It doesn't appear that all of them rejected him. And then there is his mother, Mary. Wow, what a mom she must have been trying to navigate and encourage relationships between her children with their most extraordinary sibling, Jesus. I wonder what Mary felt to see some of her other children reject her firstborn son. Then at the end, Mary was the only family member there with Jesus at the cross at his crucifixion. No other family member was present. Hmm. Imagine what it must have been like for her to watch her son die a slow, agonizing death right in front of her. But she was there to support her oldest son. She was with him at Bethlehem, and now she's with him at Calvary. Bookends to the greatest life ever lived. A second thing we can do when our family rejects us is to draw closer to Jesus. Knowing that Jesus experienced what it's like to be rejected by his family makes him easier to approach because he knows what it's like. He understands. He gets us. He longs for us to come to him for wisdom, comfort, and strength to deal with our family when they reject us. When we draw closer to Jesus, He enables us to do what he did when his earthly family rejected him. He moved on, focusing more on his heavenly family with God the Father as its head. Now, Jesus didn't reject his earthly family as they did him. No, he still created space for them in his life. But his attention was directed to fulfilling God's plan for his time on earth and not simply to gain approval from his family. May the same be true of all of us. Well, if you forget everything else, 
here's the one thing that I really hope you remember from today's episode. Because Jesus went through rejection from his own earthly family and relatives, he is someone we can turn to when the same thing happens to us. He understands. He gets us. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. You can also share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. In closing, if you found the podcast helpful, please subscribe if you haven't already done so. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy God intends for you through your relationships, even when you experience rejection in those relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's, that's all for today. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Goodbye for now. <laughs>